scheme of things, if Che was a real person and we're not seeing this from like Miranda's perspective or anything, I would have been like, oh, so are you thinking about Miranda or your husband? Oh, I forgot about Lyle. Is that name? I know you did. I know you did. But I didn't. Hello, you're watching Black by Reality, a place for Black by Baddies and those who love us. We are going to be talking about episode eight of And Just Like That, season two. And once again, I have my co-host Rami Day with me. But before that, I just want to remind everyone that I want you to like, comment, and subscribe. The reason why a lot of people are telling you to subscribe is because you don't start making money until you hit a certain amount of subscribers, and we're working hard over here. So a subscribe will be much appreciated. And now on to Rami Day and this episode. Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm <laughs> really excited to talk about this. I feel like I say this every week, but like, I feel like, okay, finally, we're getting somewhere because I don't know what those first couple of episodes were. At all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this is, this is, we're hitting our stride for sure. And I'm loving it. So how, where does this rank? Is this your new favorite? Because I know you said last last episode was I know. Favorite. I think last episode, I'm still going to give it my favorite. I just liked the themes of Valentine's Day. This one is really good. So this, I'll say this mm-hmm. is my second favorite um, of the season. Okay. I think it made, it was the episode that made most sense. Like nothing ridiculous happened. I don't think I may change my mind once we get there. I mean, I think everything that's happening with Aiden right now is a little ridiculous. Like, I, it is. giving me, I'm just waiting for the rug to be pulled out underneath me. I'm having trust issues mm-hmm. because it's Carrie and Aiden. So, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I'm sorry. It's realistic, though. And I think that's what's making me be like, okay, this isn't like Charlotte and her weed brownie, which is also yeah. a little bit realistic. But, like, also, yeah. I don't understand why her and Lily didn't have a tussle about that. They probably did. We just didn't see it. They That's were talking true. about punishing. So, it was just, it's getting a little bit more episodic. We can yes. tell, like, time is really moving in between these episodes, which was the case with Sex in the City. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, episode eight starts with Carrie and Aiden waking up in the hotel bed they're being like playful they're like who's gonna who's gonna get the blinds and honestly this was the greatest this was like a master class in screenwriting of like we're not gonna tell you how how much time has um has like gone by but like something like this is like I did it last time I did it yesterday I didn't see other days like oh so y'all are camping out mm-hmm. camping out in this hotel room and they have been ordering expensive ass omelets every day or else they have to go because hotel and yeah uh, we learn more about Aiden he's talking about yeah I got chickens on the farm I have those eggs for breakfast um, he we find out he has an 1816 red brick farmhouse and it's gorgeous and in my mind I was like Carrie not going like that 
we remember how she felt about his old cabin in the woods, the one that she was so raggedy and brought big to, but we'll get into that. I love this scene because it is a throwback directly to Sex and the City. Um, When she first meets Aiden in the third season of the series, they have this whole montage in bed where she talks about her bed had become like their home. Like they watch Mm -hmm. movies there. He's always been this homebody guy, which Carrie is not. So I'm like right now it seems like, you know, she's still grieving, obviously, for for Big. She's found safety in this familiarity. So she's like, he's a big, massive guy and he's comfortable. So she's burrowed herself in him like he's a big quilt. And I get the sentiment, but this isn't Carrie. Carrie is very easily, um, she's very easily distracted. She gets restless quite easily. So we're just going to see, like, how long this this boat is going to float. That's what I'm thinking. We can go two avenues of this because we do still see Carrie doing stuff. Like Seema's supposed to be her out on the town girl because Miranda and Charlotte have different lives. And, you know, she is out there, but like, but then she was also laid up with Frank or whatever in bed and just watching cooking videos and like actually saying, yeah, I'm slowing down now that I would take the time to cook in my kitchen. So it's like, I really am trying to figure out, like, how much has Carrie changed and, like, Mm -hmm. how much of, like, yeah, maybe Aiden was always supposed to be her settling down person, but she wasn't, she wanted to really be out on the streets. Because even when she was married to Big in that first movie, she was like, we don't go nowhere. And Big is like, I'm old. I want to sit down. I have been old. You have been chasing an old man. Can you leave me be? <laughs> yes, it's definitely that. I think now, I think Carrie was so eager to move on from her grief that mm-hmm. she's not really processing. So, again, this is very unlike Carrie. So, I'm letting her have it. We all deserve nice things. I don't know if she deserves nice things with Aiden, but he's allowing her to have nice things with him. Yeah. So, who am I? Who am I to say anything about it? Who am I to say? And you know what? Carrie says that the house actually sounds great. And you know what? She does want to meet his boys. So next scene, we're going and seeing Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte, and Seema eat lunch. Um, She's telling them about Aiden. He's been visiting for Virginia. They've been staying at the hotel every time. He has three kids. 14, which I think is like pretty young. Pretty young. For Aiden, yes. Because it's it's been 25 years since the show started in 98. Um, 10 years since, oh Lord, I can't do that. 15 years since 2000. That makes sense. So it kind of makes sense. It makes sense. Because she yeah. saw one of them. It makes sense. But it's still yeah, yeah. 15, Because I the think, oldest is 20. It's 14, 17, yes. 20. And I was that like, okay, one of them is still up in the house. And I don't know about Carrie being a step mommy, but let's mm. see. <laughs> um, Carrie doesn't know what the house looks like. So she Googled it and she's showing all of these girls. And I'm just like, Carrie, what are we doing here? That's not his house. You didn't ask this man for a picture? She just seems to be in La La Land. Yeah, she's not quite... And it's so funny, the girls' interactions, because Charlotte, obviously, is a lover of love. She loves Aiden. She's always been an Aiden fan. So she's super eager. Miranda is, like, cautiously trying to, like, you know, not do too much, but also be very practical. And Seema is... Fully Samantha Jones. She's like, I'm not with this shit. I'm gonna eat my food. I don't 
girl, what is this? Because for her, Carrie has really done this complete 180, and it's really yeah. shocking. Yeah. For her. Yeah, we're going to talk about Seema's storyline. At first, I was like, what is happening? I really was. But then it made so much sense mm-hmm. later on. And watching it the second time through knowing what Seema's whole thing is, I was like, okay, okay, this makes sense. She's she's now seeing the bad friend Carrie that absolutely popped up in Sex and yes. the City. For sure. Who is like completely self-absorbed. Literally, and we get it, we've all been there when our, you know, friends find their person and they want to talk about their partner the entire time. But literally, this is the only thing that was discussed at this lunch, Aiden and his farmhouse. Yeah. That's it. Seema points out that Carrie was looking at Norfolk, England. So, bitch, like, you get it together. Delusion. Um, and Carrie says that she plans to go to Virginia when Aiden isn't in New York. So she's like, what happened to the book tour, babes? <laughs> what happened to anything that you had planned? And we'll, we'll get to that also. But it's like she's completely in this thing with Aiden where it's like she's letting the rest of her life fall by the wayside. And it's mm-hmm. kind of scary to watch because mm-hmm. I've hopefully never been there, but I've definitely see, seen friends do this. Um, and it's it's really... A strange position for to be in as a friend also because you want to be supportive but you mm-hmm. could see the train wreck coming before you, yeah. your, your friend is completely has the rose-colored glasses on they don't see anything that's happening so it's it's, it's a bit difficult yeah to watch. but carrie does have good friends so mm-hmm. the next scene miranda and carrie are on a walk we're getting sex in the city vibes because this mm-hmm. is miranda now this is yes this is she's back She's back. She's back talking sense. Talking sense. So, Miranda, we find out she's on her own shit. She's going to work or intern at the Mm -hmm. Human Rights Watch. So excited. She's like, yeah, I'm ready to shed the lawyer and actually do something to make a change in this world. Love it. And then Miranda asked Carrie if she should slow down. She literally looked at a picture thinking it was Aiden's home that was in England. And, you know, Carrie says that she's being in the present, which is, it can be valuable Mm -hmm. to be in the present. She's not trying to rush and worry about the future. And she says she had the best orgasms of her life. Even, Even when Aiden, that old thing, she was like, it's even better now. And she has a theory that she's always been holding something back, possibly because it's big, or it's just within herself, that now she's able to let go. Let's just process that part. So I think she might be on the money there with something. Um, She never really gave Aiden a fair chance because big bull dealt his way back into her life and she absolutely allowed him to do that Mm -hmm. so she was in la la land with aiden and then all of a sudden here comes big walking through the furniture expose like ruining her whole life but again she opened the door and let him in she never fully closed the door on big which is why he they were able to have that affair so I think it I think if you're someone like not everyone is like this, but some people really do need a certain connection in order to have really intense sex. And she might mm-hmm. be one of those people um, where, you know, and now without being like there's no guilt, there's no sort of like longing, there's no what is he doing because he down to the 
to the graveyard. Um, She's really able to be free and experience maybe this alternative life she possibly could have had. Yeah. Had she not been with Big. Yes. I'm also, I also am feeling like I'm in the writer's room and I feel such a sense of like, their happy big's gone because they mm-hmm. can't explore a different side of Carrie that was kind of like always holding her back. It was always going to go back to big at some point. So they're having a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. honestly, when she says, Let, let's get to it. But when she says what she says, I was like, this is low key also maybe the writers and producers because I can only imagine what it was like working with what's his name. First of all, when she says what she says, and we'll get to it, I was eating a salad. My mouth hung open. I felt like Joanne the scammer where Joanne goes, I left the Caucasians gasping at brunch. I was shook it. Shook it. Like, I had to pause. I had to step away. I had to regroup. I had to pull Mm -hmm. myself together. Miranda also was left standing in the middle of Fifth Avenue, confused and deluded. Okay. She's not going to yes and it or anything because no. this is your dead husband you mm-hmm. talking about. You can drag him to filth if you want to. Yes. Um, and and honestly, that's probably something Miranda was hoping for for so many years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and say what she says. Like, tell the people what we're talking about. Specifically. We're talking about Carrie saying, you know, she wonders and she's been questioning to herself as she's been reconnecting with Aiden. Big was a big mistake. Girl, we could have told you that in 1998. Yeah, yeah. But you have to see something through. She she really needed to see that through. I don't know why. She needed to see it through to the grave to finally be like, I really spent decades and decades with this man that was only was ever half in for me. And it's, it's, she was always begging big for something, begging him for attention, begging him to care, begging him for love. And now being with Aiden, who's always just giving himself to his detriment so freely to her, it must be mm-hmm. a completely different experience. And again, like we saw Big and Carrie in the first season for that one episode, they seemed to be in a really good space, but that was their space and bubble they had created during the pandemic. We weren't there Mm -hmm. in the years really prior, except for the films. And that was always in both the first and second film, that was shaky ground as it had been in the series. So yes, they're older now, they're cooking and whatever, and they have their literal like day-to-day operations because they can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So some couples thrived in that and others did not. So we'll see, like, it's been, it was a really shocking take for me yeah. just to hear Carrie actually voice something like that. I couldn't, I couldn't, pro, I couldn't be there with you, I think, in that moment. I think because I was so traumatized by Carrie <laughs> that I was just waiting for the end of the episode for her to go right back around and be like, no, actually, I really did need to be with Big because blah, blah, blah. And like Aiden's going back to Virginia. Like I could not be in the moment, but that's not what happened. Mm-mm. So, so things are getting very interesting. And also, did you, did you notice that that old, um, I, I don't know if it's big music but there's a certain like 
needle drop or um that they definitely used for a big and carry moment in the movie that played mm. after she says that and I was like that's very interesting I have to go back and watch it I'm, okay. I'm gonna for that because I definitely yeah. was so like I had to clutch my titties like it was just a lot for me <laughs> yeah it was so visceral for me that it took me back because Maybe it plays when he pops up in that supposedly, like, new apartment they were supposed to move in, mm. and the box is still there. Like, it, it was giving that of, like, mm. yeah, that was wild. That was wild. I was like, okay, I, I, I'm picking up what you're dropping down. Yep. So, next, Charlotte's having a whole different journey. <laughs> Charlotte. Poor Charlotte. <laughs> But it's a realistic, this is a realistic journey. I I liked this for Charlotte, actually, a lot. Same. So Charlotte and Harry, they're sitting there. They're telling the kids they're going to go back to work. She's like, no, really, you have to understand. I'm not going to be here when you get home from work and, like, or school. And both the kids are like, okay. Toodles, ma'am. Like, you've been breathing out of sex I felt so bad for mommy Charlotte because Rocky and Lily and give no, not one square F and Harry could barely be bothered either. But she was deeply concerned. But this has been her role. Like she's a very good mother and a very yeah. good wife. And it is, will be some changes, I think, for the family. But these are not toddlers or like grade no. school children. Like Rocky and Lily are in high school. I think maybe Lily's in, I mean, Rock is in middle school. Yeah, um, yeah. But they're old enough to kind of do their own thing and have their own friends and keep their own schedule. They're old enough that they immediately go to the room when they go. <laughs> like, let's be, let's be real. Charlotte's probably alone in that kitchen doing something. Cooking dinner and they are not paying attention to her whatsoever. So yeah, they're like, bye. <laughs> um, Miranda, she shows up to her first day at the internship. She meets Serena and Sloan. They look mad young, maybe still in college, maybe out of college. Um, but they warn her about this internship, and it sounds like a regular ass internship, honestly. As someone who had like five internships while going to college, um, basically they're doing grunt work. All the things that are promised of, like, you'll send meetings and you'll be more active. They're not doing, um, which is kind of BS. Like, yeah. honestly, internships, sometimes you have to pay for those things. And they're supposed to walk you through entirely what the role is so you understand it. And, and you be getting so- peach snapples down to the MTV office because that's what I did. Getting diet peach snapples every day. That, that's, yeah. that was my role. Yeah. Yeah. And you just don't learn. And, like... I, I have conflicting feelings because I feel like I'm now older and I'm like, yeah, how much do I want really young people like this to really be up and like, because they're doing human rights work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not nothing. No. So it's just like, it's how not. much can you trust them? I don't know. I will say in the city of New York and in California, I think you can't do unpaid internships like we yeah. used to do back in the day. Like, they, they are getting paid. that <laughs> we, yeah. we did not get paid. So that is something. So, yes, they're doing the boring stuff, but they're actually getting paid for their labor. Unlike, Great. I don't know if it's fair pay. It's probably whatever the state mandated, which is better than the rest of the country. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like we were running around for free 99 yeah. when we had $0 in our pocket. Yeah. So I'll give them that. Yeah. 
So their boss rolls up and greets Miranda. And the first thing she has Miranda do is actually sit in a meeting, take notes. And Serena Sloan are taken aback. But it's like, what did they think, honestly? Miranda's I, not your peer. I really had, like you said, I had trouble. First of all, I want to also talk about that. Ch- they have a chocolate garlic cookie that I now have to find. Have y'all had that? If anybody had that, please write it down in the comments no. because I want to try it because I'm greedy. But I was like, oh, like that is kind of effed up. But also like Miranda has been working for more than two decades. So again, what did you, they expect? And at this point, the boss who is heavily pregnant only asks Miranda to take notes. It's not like she's asking her to like, oh, create this forum or create this, you know, whatever, X, Y, and Z, yeah. and you need to present it. Like, anybody with a brain could take notes. And maybe knowing that Miranda was an actual lawyer whose work is about taking notes and digging yeah. through research in order Absolutely. to make her cases, um, that's probably why she chose she chose her to do it. So yeah. I was like, oh, but then I was like, I, I get it. I get it as someone who's gone through the grunt work and stuff. But I do feel for the Gen, Gen Zers who are listening that we all do, not to the extent that we did, but you do have to pay your dues. Like there is yeah. a, a chain of command. You should be getting paid for your work, but nothing is going to be handed to you. And I think that's yeah. a lesson that younger people should know. Yes. Miranda has paid her dues and like worked and proven herself. And she is reaping the profits of that, which, like, makes sense. Hopefully, once you get to that point, hell, she is older than the boss. Like, let's be real. Yes. Let's be very real. She could teach the boss a few things. So it's just, it's not the same. It's not going to be the mm-hmm. same. And that's okay. <laughs> so next, Carrie visits Che at work. Um, che is, like, sorry, boo-boo, I got to work through lunch because money, money. Um, but then Carrie reveals her true intention of going and taking them out for lunch is because she wants to rent their place to be with Aiden when Aiden is in town. And like when Aiden's not, when Aiden is there, Che can then stay at Carrie's place instead of being at like grandma's. Their grandma's house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a trade off. But also, this whole episode is just, like, Carrie is doing the most with her friendships to aid this relationship with Aiden. I thought at first, like, I felt that it was a good proposition for Che. Obviously, they're struggling with money. I'm still frustrated with them because I'm like, why aren't you trying to, like, go back to your – I get, like, you've been kicked a little bit. Like, you've been – heartbroken by the fact that this pilot didn't go through but why aren't you going to do back to the comedy stage and things of that nature that is really really frustrating um and it's it's something that Miranda told them like what are you doing and Mm -hmm. I don't know that's really hard as someone who's very type a and ambitious like that was very hard for me to watch but I did appreciate the fact that like this wasn't it was selfish of Carrie to ask but it's something that directly benefited Che. It does. And it's what they needed. And also the fact that Aiden and, and uh, Carrie are blowing their money on these hotels is crazy. Like, they're both well off. We yeah. learned that um, Aiden did sell his French company to, like, West Elm or something. Yeah, or something like that. So he has a coin or two. But that's an outrageous bill, like, every other week. Yeah. In New York. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. So... I, I think they're on a slow burn with Che. I think mm-hmm. Che is in survival mode 
right now, I think that this rent is going to help them get out of survival net mode. And we even see a little later, like Chase getting to thinking mm-hmm. with their time with Carrie and Aiden. So I think, I think like how Miranda's right now, just focusing on herself. Che is doing that too, even though they're not, they're still hold, holding back because they're so hurt from what happened with this whole show experience, which is, which is real. I think creative, sometimes we do need a break mm-hmm. um, to like heal from di- disappointments because being a creative is, can be so yeah. freaking disappointing. So we'll see. I have that faith Che's going to get into their groove back and learn from this. So now the gay ass storyline y'all. Cause Giuseppe's still there. He's still a hybrid boy, period. Ha, fella, ha, fella. So he said one day, he's been there one month, okay? And it seems like he's the only, only fella there. He's the only one that's being requested. Like, I guess, like, the other fellas are doing their regular routes, but they're blowing up Anthony's phone. The customer's asking specifically for Giuseppe. Which makes sense. He was on a show. Yes, and he's also very attractive, like very mm-hmm. suave. So he gives, he gives yeah. hot bread and hot boys. Yeah. So you know, he Giuseppe's in in the kitchen. Anthony's beating this dough. First of all, this was giving. I'm gonna call out Samantha Irby because I just I have. Uh, <laughs> I, I love her. I love her. I have a feeling Samantha Irby's TikTok. <laughs> algorithm is like mine because the gays there's one specific gay who loves thirsting thirst trapping with a a big pile of dough will smack it butter it like it's an ass put you next to it and it's like why are we sexually harassing dough i mean i'm into it honestly (laughs) (laughs) like the way you're describing it i'm very moved so I'm also hungry, and I'm also very moved by carbs this week. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, this is also something, if I, like, knew how to actually use TikTok properly, that I would be into as well. Oh, they so. would get to you. They would get mm-hmm. to you. It's, like, a white, um, queer, like, I don't know the gender of this person, um, but it's it would fall under lesbian TikTok for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the men are getting into it, and they are... They're get, they always do too much. In 4K, but like it comes up on my on my algorithm because black people will be then reacting to it, and I was like, this is what I need to balance this whole situation yeah. out. Anyway, anyway, Giuseppe was like, let's not beat the dough. Let's make love to the dough, and I was like, oh my god. So he goes up behind him. He has a ghost moment, like there doing this with clay and anthony was like get off of me he like mm-hmm. he gets too too hot and bothered and he's like and giuseppe is like yeah i was just talking to this lady who's doing the most and i was like i'm gay and anthony's like you don't have to lie and he's like i'm not lying, lying. Gay. and once again we're we're about to start having a tally of all the ways anthony is a terrible boss because <laughs> unrealistic body expectations that is then like oh my god you can't be on hormones though and then you're gay and i'm attracted to you fired fired because i can't help myself no anthony was literally 
I thought he was going to faint. Like, he was like, you get away from me. Get out of my bread house. Like, absolutely F not. Like, could not contain himself. He was just too moved. Like, he he was just like, go. And it just was not playing with him. He was like, I'm not going to go because I will sue you. But, like, <laughs> in a joking way, obviously. He goes like, I like shit and I want shit. And Anthony is like, he has to go ice his nipples. It's just too much. It's just like, I need a fainting couch. You can tell he is Charlotte's best friend just by how how much pearl clutching yes. he is doing in this scene. <laughs> so anyways, he's like, I fired you. Oh, just kidding. Like, come back tomorrow. Or Giuseppe says, I'm coming back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He takes control of the situation. So next, Charlotte and LTW, they're going shopping, which is like, you do want to shop with LTW. This was mm-hmm. the right choice. She finds a cute black pink dress got a little lace on the cap very charlotte very old school charlotte love it so cute and but she feels uncomfortable she's tried it on and everything she's like oh but this like this little pouch is like girl i know a lot of ladies were like girl but also this would be charlotte yes and i've also been there before and also charlotte is used to her seeing herself, she, she's not only visualizing her body as it used yeah. to be, she's vis- visualizing her professional self as she used to be. So there's like a twofold here. And if you've noticed, like her style is very much Charlotte, but she will wear the hell out of a damn A-line skirt now. Mm-hmm. It's not the fitted stuff that she used to wear in Sex in the City. The pouch is so small, like you could barely even see it. But as someone who will like pick and prod at herself and is working on that, I to understand. And the belt mm-hmm. is supposed to be like the PS3. It's like a little pink belt. So Charlotte, but it doesn't sit as it should mm-hmm. because of her little pouch. It doesn't matter at all. And LTW tells her it doesn't matter, but she's fixated on this pouch and she's over it. And she's yeah. like, no, she just knows it's not supposed to be there. Cause this is the type of place that is like straight, yeah, straight bodies. Mm -hmm. only and so the shop girl she's like hearing this she's like I got it I got it I know exactly what to do and she comes back with some big black dresses they have huge bows and stuff going on in the front like from the 1980s yeah and Charlotte she was like girl I am trying to wear a (laughs) muumu are you kidding and LTW tells her like you know what? You'll get it when you're older. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's, it's for for me. What I liked about this was like it doesn't. Charlotte doesn't feel sorry for herself. What she does isn't healthy, but she doesn't like go crash. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go like be my own goal. So she like gets an old picture of herself and proceeds to try to like bone broth her way back to a flat stomach, which is. I'm sorry, she's a 50-something-year-old woman, not to say that, you know, you can't be fit at 50, which she is, but she's also had a child. Like, she's carried a child, and that changes your anatomy forever. It totally does, especially around that area. Like, Mm -hmm. we have to be for real. And, like, this is something exactly that Charlotte of her generation would do. Like, she's literally, a lot of us, (laughs) <laughs> the general public will like hear something about goop and be like she's ridiculous mm-hmm. but she's not actually talking to us she's talking to Charlotte. the genetics because it's the same age and that's why Gwyneth is hooked up to an IV which is very unhealthy if you did not know so 
it's not even just Gen Xers. It's people with money. Money. And you have all the money in the world. And Gwyneth is talking about, well, with my doctor, which is like, look up, look up that doctor. But I'm just doing bone broth. And like, that's okay. And it's like, that's literally starving yourself. It's very bad. That's you can't get nutrition, your full nutritional value or calorie that you need. You need a certain amount of calories to function. You need a hundred grams of carbs for your brain to function properly. It's a no. It's a no. And of course it doesn't work because it's not a realistic thing to do. Please do not do this to yourself. Do not. Um and very sorry if this whole storyline was triggering Triggering, to you. Um, I have dealt with my own and still deal with my own body eating issues, but you know what? I appreciated this because mm-hmm. it's just like, I know it's cringy to be like, oh, the white thin woman going on about weight, but really, truly like fat liberation is when we're all just feeling good, exactly. which if we're comes not up there later. Yet. Yes. Comes up later. So, okay. Next. Carrie and Eden go to Che's apartment. They have to pretend that they are Che's cousins because you're not supposed to be doing Airbnb at all in New York, I think. No, no, it's no. actually not allowed at all in the city, no. in the city of New York. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but they're getting like the side eye from Che's uh, neighbor. And then when they go inside, they realize this is even terrible for an Airbnb child because there is nothing the whole point the whole perk of airbnb is supposed to be like oh you get your own full kitchen and blah there's that's that's an apartment ready to move in it must have been either when che moved their things out for to start airbnb Mm -hmm. or when like miranda left she took everything she had uh over there but che has not made this house a home there's like no like pepper shaker there's no spoons and forks there's no coffee machine. It's truly bare bones, like yeah. almost worse than a hotel room in a way. Yes. And it's weird because Che was like hosting. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of comedians over there smoking late at night. It's like, I guess you guys just did takeout, but this yeah. is this is some college boy shit, mm-hmm. Che. And that's the energy it. that Che be giving. But they're working on it. They're working working on it. it. They're working on it. But this is some college boy shit. Um, So, yeah, they're like, and also, I I love the button to this scene because Carrie's like, yeah, we have to go shopping because Jay only has wire hangers. (laughs) And we don't do wire hangers (laughs) here, boo boo. Ever since Mommy Dearest, we do not do wire hangers. I love, what an icon, Joan Crawford, what a legend, like, every Joan day. Crawford, Please yes. go watch Mommy Dearest if you haven't. Um, so, this scene was hella playful, hella cute. Aiden is just teasing Carrie of all the things she needs, but also agrees, because he's a grown-ass man himself. <laughs> that's like, we need things. Yeah. So, next, Seema gets a text about getting dinner um, Aiden, because this is something also Carrie insists on. And yo, Carrie, when Carrie gets a boyfriend, she extra with it. Because why do we all have to go on a date with your boyfriend? My thing is, first of all, I be trying to make sure the nigga ain't going to embarrass me. So nobody's meeting my man for like two or three years. Because maybe if he's around that long. I think my sister met my, he's the first person to meet my man. And she met him like a year later. Because like, men are very embarrassing people. Like, like, 
it'd be different if she wanted to just you know catch up with Charlotte and catch up with uh, with uh, Miranda because he knows them. Yeah. But throwing Seema, Seema, like girl, like Seema, I don't know him. I don't care about and him. to know him. Like, like is he getting your kidney? Like, why is he here? I hate hate when like you go to someone's town or something. You're like, hey, I want to like, oh, can my boyfriend come? Girl, no, like stay yeah. his ass somewhere. We yeah, can't yeah, talk yeah. freely with her. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because now that I am not in a relationship with a man, I have like the opposite problem. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone wants to hang out with Jordan, my non-binary partner, and I because Jordan like, is an incredible human. Like, yeah, they're they everything. Are. They're they so are, sweet. They're actually very much an Aiden. Let's just yes, say they that. are. They are. I, they certainly are. Aiden. They'll mm-hmm. they'll be so helpful. They'll try to build stuff it's it's ridiculous um, they're so like just kind and polite and just like a joy to be around yeah and, <laughs> I'm sure I'm just, trying, just like that I'm just trying to make sure is it a girl's night or not because Jordan Jordan sometimes like ooh I was assigned female at birth but it's like it's not technically a girl's night mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like trying in the most fucked up way to be gender affirming to Jordan. Oh. <laughs> it's like you're not a girl. <laughs> but you're always welcome. Yeah. The point is they're not a boy either. So that's why they're welcome. True, true. All right. So Seema is not trying to answer that text about Aiden dinner. She, she don't care. But, you know, we finally see her at work, which we have talked about. Mm-hmm. A gay realtor comes in. He's like, look, I got a movie, Marvel movie director. He's kind of annoying, but, like, you should take him. And she's like, why would I take him when you like, say I don't that? Him. And he, like, the director's right there, and he just keeps yelling, he's single, he's single. <laughs> and this man just doesn't acknowledge it, even though he had to have heard that. I think he heard it, but he was also on the phone the entire time, so who knows? And this is also, like, I love this for Seaman because she owns this real estate agency with this uh, this gay guy who's screaming at her. Mm-hmm. They're partners. So it was nice to actually see her in her element because I don't think we've seen that before. Mm-hmm. And she's like, girl, like, I don't need him or his coin, blah, blah, blah. But the man finally comes in, and he's a little bit fine. So she's like, okay, like, he's difficult, but he acknowledges the fact that he's difficult. Um, So she's like, you know what? I need another Birkin in my collection. I'll do it. But Seema's also one not to be trifled with, so she could easily drop him if he gets on her nerves. Yeah, yeah. But this is what I said I wanted. So let's do it. Let's strap in. I want him. So his name is Robbie Godore. Um, And, yeah, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Um, next, the internship. So the intern baby, they are mad. They're big man, but they're also they nice have. nasty. They're it's deep. so rude. Like I felt so bad for Miranda. Like she comes to she wants to like, you know, talk to them, converse with them. She offers them, I think, the cookies that they had offered her. Maybe that's later, but she's just really mm-hmm. nice. And they sit and text back and forth about her. It was so rude and so nasty. And she didn't do anything wrong. And I thought, like, this is why y'all not getting anything because you're young mm-hmm. and you're immature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I'm just like, it's, it's all right. Like mm-hmm. these, these are not her peers. These are not going to be her little friends, even though she would want. They're that. literally Brady's age. 
Like it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. So she's in there. She's shaking her little. <laughs> her I, I did that today at work. Actually, I loved it. Um, and she's just like trying to make small talk. And she's like, you know, if I didn't know anything, you guys would be texting me. And she's like, bitch, I'm not dumb. I'm older, but I'm not dumb especially the way they kept looking at her like out of the corner of their eye and texting and then they tried to drop it because they had some kind of shame but the minute that boss came around and she was like oh yeah can you like email those notes to like the executive director too they picked up and they started going at it again and it's like okay okay again you have to earn things they're not yeah. giving to you Yes. And like being petty is not a good way to show your boss what you're capable of. But honestly, I've been there as an intern. It's like it could be a hell, and like the bonding is like over how much people yeah. are trash. So it's yeah. just like they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Miranda's doing exactly what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They're not on the same path at all. Nah. So Charlotte, she is trying on this dress at home. She stapled an old picture of her in an all-black dress on top. And, you know, Harry walks in, and he's like, you look great. And she's like, it's just too tight. I'm working on it. And he's like, well, why don't you just lose the belt? And she's like, you can't lose the belt. It's just part of the whole thing. And then um, we find out about her doing her bone broth thing, which is just not eating Charlotte. That's all it is. Um, She's been doing it all week, which... Have, how have you not fainted, my don't girl? Don't do that. Don't do that. Please and don't. then she rips off the picture of her old self off the hanger when, like, Harry was like, yeah, I did not know you were doing that. Um, And, yeah, she she going through it. But it's like, eat something, babes. Please. Especially no. when you don't eat and you're literally starving yourself. Like, you can't think. The minute you start eating again, you your body is going to be like, I can't trust you, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be storing stuff for the next time you yeah. try to starve me, bitch. And it's like, rightfully so, because who, who do you think you are starving yourself and betraying yourself like this? Please no. Don't. Chase chilling at Carrie's apartment. Mm-hmm. Got under eye stuff going on. They're going through her ridiculous closet, mm-hmm. and they get a call about their cousins um, by different names. So Chase like, what? I don't have cousins by that name. Like Chase, <laughs> and um, yeah, they have to come over, and they're surprised that Carrie and Aiden made themselves at home. Got the mm-hmm. cooking where Aiden's making goddamn chili. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Che asked them because everything looked great everything mm-hmm. looked so great between them why they didn't work out the first time like drops a bomb on them unknowingly like Che was just you know there for the chili and <laughs> Carrie says like you know it's my fault like I made a huge mistake is what she says and she says this to Che and to Aiden and it's so interesting when she says it because it actually zooms in on Chase's face. Yes. And I'm like, Chay, don't be over there sniffing around Miranda. Chay absolutely will. No. Chay absolutely will. Because I'm like, in, in the grand scheme of things, if Chay was a real person, and we're not seeing this from like Miranda's perspective or anything, I would have been like, 
Oh, so are you thinking about Miranda or your husband? Oh, I forgot about Lyle. Is that his name? I know you did. I know you did. But I didn't. I didn't. I would have been like, oh, I wonder. But no, we don't wonder because we know what it is. I don't forget about Lyle. Jesus. <laughs> Why y'all we- roll him, writers? That was a ridiculous character for Oliver Hudson to play. <gasps> So ridiculous. And the last time we literally saw him was like through a failed three. Three. And we just not never saw. That was like episode three or four. Child. This why this why Kim Cattrall told y'all no. Because this is foolish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wild. But yeah. So Miranda's definitely like, hmm, I wonder if I made a mistake. You did. You fumbled. But you know what? Keep focusing on yourself because Miranda's doing her right now. Yes. It's, Without the kitty litter lady. Praise. Yes. Yes. Miranda's great all by herself. So let's 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 work on a few more things. Let's have a home, Che. <laughs> let's focus on a home. <laughs> Don't be one of those queers that is like, I'm gonna get a relationship and then get in a home no. because they have a home and move in. We're not doing that. Straight men also do this. Get your own home. Yes. Please, please don't do that. Anyway, <laughs> so Anthony and Charlotte, they're talking on the phone. Another scene I missed. Charlotte is talking about, oh, I need to fit in to this dress because there's going to be young gallery girls, which is real. Very, very real. And she came from shots of a different era. Yes. And that's something I do sympathize with, like, our mother generations and, like, our older cousins generations. It's a different era, and they don't get how things work now. Until they have to see things to be like, "Oh, this makes sense." Like this, it, this wasn't something that would have been possible when I yes. was in this phase in my life. Yes. So that's important. Very, and like, and it's still there. It's not like, it's not like she rolls up and everyone um, doesn't fit to what um society ascribes to for like these gallery girls they're still there mm-hmm. it's just still seeing like okay there's a little movement in the needle mm-hmm. so anthony is like oh i feel you girl like anthony's gonna be the one to like commiserate with and then he's like this young thing giuseppe he's doing too much and it's because of his age too and it's like giuseppe Giuseppe didn't do anything at first. All he said was that he was gay, and he freaked out. You literally no. got a boner <laughs> on the bread. So, like, don't blame Giuseppe. <laughs> Later, you can blame Giuseppe, but right now, you can't. So, next, Seema and Carrie are at This was, like, my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. Of course it is. I'm, you know, I love chaos. Okay, <laughs> so, ready. They're right next to her. She's like, uh-uh. I know that voice. And she's been she's been not answering this girl's text. So Seema, she like tries to tip her toe out and then Carrie's like, Hold up, Seema, hey, Seema And Seema's like, Hey, um and then Carrie's like, Where you been? And she's like, If I gotta go through this, I gotta go outside and smoke and yeah. Carrie's like, This shouldn't be a hole and she's like, It is <laughs> So they go outside with capes. And wet hair. They're literally right out of the shampoo bowl. Yes, this was a smoker's moment, child. So, so they're outside, and um, you know, Sima says, "Look, I'm not trying to be the petty single one, but I have feelings." And Carrie admits that she totally forgot about the handsome. 
totally forgot about it. Like, has this whole new life plan with Aiden where she's going to be in Virginia half the time. How did you forget? They were just talking about this. And for me, it was such an interesting conversation because Carrie rarely owns up to her bullshit. And she's actually really hurt that she did this to her friend. And I like Seema for actually being like, you know what? I was being a little bit passive aggressive. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to express to you why you have me fucked up. And I need some space from you right now. I thought it was such an important discussion because I think our girlfriends, we don't necessarily give them grace. Like you should. And it's important to to voice like why you're upset. Everything doesn't have to be a blow up or something egregious it can be like you hurt me because of this and if they're your real friend and Carrie really values Seema's friendship and she says mm-hmm. I can't do this like obviously her and Samantha however they try to finagle it in this version of Sex in the City they don't fuck with each other anymore for yeah. whatever reason and like Carrie can't do that again like yeah. she can't it's too much that's a good point of like this probably taps into whatever was happening between her and Samantha um I'll say, Carrie has really turned into her 30-year-old self because because Simo was like, I'm not trying to third will. Like, what, he's going to be up in the Hamptons house while we're up there? And she said, well, he's not going to be there every day. Carrie. You didn't even ask. You didn't ask. You didn't. Carrie loves to cast her girlfriends as the supporting roles in whatever love story she got going on. And Simo was like, I'm the main character. Of my own summer. That's not the summer I want. That was the entire point of her asking Carrie to go to the Hamptons with her because she did not want to be a third wheel. The entire point, if you remember that conversation in the Apple store, and Carrie completely is like under Aiden's armpit and just forgot about it. She's so good at that. I actually like the um, character consistency with this issue because, yeah, this is this is exactly what Carrie would do. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. She, Carrie tries to refuse giving space, but it's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Next, Charlotte tries on some Spanx. Then she doubles She got it. Spanx. She done got some Yiddy. She done got some Skims. She done put on, like, four girdles. So, um, yeah. So she's trying that. She goes off to work and she can hardly say bye to her babies. She's so breathless. Now, Giuseppe shows up to work, y'all. And Anthony is like, he he wrote a letter and it sounds like a breakup letter. And was just like, it's not you, it's me. And he was like, what is this? <laughs> Giuseppe's like, ooh, girl, you were in your feelings last night, huh? <laughs> and Anthony says, I he can't work next to him. He has too many feelings and like he can't. Again, this is about him not having self-control. It's very mm-hmm. weird. And Giuseppe's just like, mm, I'm going to kiss you now because I'm like, how old do we think Giuseppe is? He's probably like 25 or like maybe. That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. Um, so he's like, I'm going to quit and I'm going to kiss you. So because I'm 25 and I don't think about long term and I wasn't trying to have this job anyway. I, I appreciate them giving Anthony a storyline. I just didn't see this coming. Yes. Like at all. <laughs> I appreciate it too. Um, so Ch- Charlotte, she walks into work, finds two little skinny girls 
in the gallery doing the most. That freaking that freaking outfit with the two shoulder pads up to here. What was that, honey? It was very chaotic, but also very New York in some ways, and just like I know, very I, gallery girl. I'm not. I'm. I'm not believing a real gallery girl's wearing that. I'm sorry. I've been in New York. Carrie will wear it. And she was a gallery girl. Girl, you know some of the girls love but their Carrie's fashion. Carrie's also Carrie. <laughs> That's true. But some of the girls like their fashion. Some of the girls do fashion. If you if you want to follow that, you want to follow that. Now Kai, who was next, uh, that was a gallery girl. That was mm-hmm. when I actually watched Gallery Girls mm-hmm. on Bravo. If any of you guys remember that mess, that I have just, no idea. It was one season. It was just about the gallery girls were getting in the gallery. Everyone was a little, a little sassy, a little spicy. I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm loving it because I call I Andy to, and tell him to re- relaunch it. If only, but it's like it's a nice little time capsule because if you know, you know. And yeah, she Kai was given that. It was very mm-hmm. real, um, with the little shags. But so Charlotte's just like. Yeah, I, I'm. I I should have put on the Spanx looking at these girls. But then their boss walks down. Their boss is a fat woman, crop top, giving belly, and you know giving color. I think she had like some type of like lime green. Oh, was it lime green? green? I thought it was like a cobalt blue. How are we both seeing different colors? Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm getting an age. Whatever it was, it wasn't the all black that the other girls. No, had. it was. Black, but the top I think was no. like blue. So, um, so yeah, the minute, the minute Charlotte saw her, she was like, "It's a safe space. Can I go to the bathroom?" And she takes on off all that spanx. She tries to throw it away, but then she was like, mm, "Maybe I'll take some." It's expensive. And, huh? It's expensive. Spanx and all that is expensive. Oh, yeah. So I don't know why she yeah. threw it in the carpet. It was like that was symbolic. <laughs> And um, yeah, it's like, yeah, and we didn't have to talk about it, which mm-hmm. is good because I think it would have been real cringy to have Charlotte try to have a whole conversation with this girl. You just got it, and that's mm-hmm. that's why fat liberation is so important because like the fat, the fatter um, bodies not being criticized, being free to to live. Being free to work, because let's mm-hmm. be real. Yes. Charlotte had a very real anxiety about work because skinny bodies are supposed to be marketable, and it's like very unsaid that you're gonna get more pay even mm-hmm. when you're smaller, or even like, get a job, or yeah. even be able to sell a painting. Um, I, I thought it was so important. I love the fact so when she before she gets to the gallery, she snatches off the pink belt which she loves, mm-hmm. and when she throws away this thing, she puts it back on. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, yeah, Charlotte, yeah, like you're learning, you're evolving." Like absolutely, I love it for her. Um, so yeah, that was really nice. Uh, next, Miranda's boss tells her to leave because you're not supposed to be staying past six at all. And then um, she's like, by the way, I'm hella pregnant, if you haven't noticed. I'm going to, like, pop tomorrow. So, apparently, I haven't planned my maternity leave, like, at all, even though this belly is about to drop. Um, So, if you can just, you know, cover for a little bit while I'm on maternity leave, that would be great. This is the part where it got a little unrealistic. 
but <laughs> it did but it also is like knowing a non-for-profit they are already stretched super thin and they're like obviously like we're in laws like she can easily pick things up um mm-hmm. so it did get unrealistic a little bit but what was realistic was when Miranda tried to be like oh like no like why me yeah the boss was like you didn't go to Harvard talking about not me and being small and doing all this like no you're gonna take this job you'll be fine mm-hmm. I'll see you in three months or whatever <laughs> whenever I'm done you know and then then we'll do something else yeah. so it was a lesson in like I think being with Che unfortunately has made Miranda squeeze into herself and it was time for her to not only expand back into who she is with her friend group, but in life, like she's she's a, someone who's always taking up space. Take up some space. You don't have to coddle to these twenty year olds. You can be like, listen, like you can work with me or you can beat feet. But again, mm-hmm. she has thirty years of experience. She has a law degree. Uh, she's just not, you know, she's not walking on the street with no mm-hmm. with a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put this on Shay. Che, because I, I think Miranda was doing this before. So if we remember at the very beginning of And Just Like That, she enrolled in school. She kept stumbling over her words. She had a oh, very yeah. awkward beginning with Dr. Naya. Her whole thing is like, I have good intentions, but I am an older woman, woman and I am a white woman, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to say the wrong things. And her whole thing has been, I came a very privileged place being this I'm gonna assume corporate lawyer Mm -hmm. yeah definitely not fighting for like the little guy Mm. and now I want to fight for the little guy so I think it's like kind of outside of Che of her still checking her privilege that's been her whole thing during COVID Mm -hmm. is having this realization and just being like yeah is it problematic of me to take this internship one of those interns is a young black woman um, and the other white is like, yeah, am I taking a job I shouldn't be taking? Mm-hmm. And I think that is in line with the new Miranda of just trying to be very self-aware. And I think that's, that's absolutely fair. I forgot all about what you were saying because I <laughs> did do type character into like this babbling person that's run behind Che to Los Angeles. Yeah. But I think it's fair. And I, I appreciate that her boss is a woman of color. I don't know exactly what yeah. her ethnicity is, but she like p- tells Miranda like, no, like you're not taking, these, these interns don't have the caliber to run this organization at this point. You can uplift them. You can, yeah. you know, promote maybe or do x y and z but you're the one who has the gumption to do it and i think that's important too so aiden has lunch with the ladies carrie gets her way and they thought seema couldn't make it but seema shows up in all black looking great aiden because aiden is a gentleman gets Mm -hmm. up for her pulls out the chair and seema's like Oh, so you didn't have me walking out here, leaving my house to meet a man with no manners. Exactly. Okay. She's, she's a little bit impressed, like a little yeah, bit impressed. Yeah, which is sad. It's yeah. Really sad. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people would be doing that. No. And he's such a gentleman. I'm sure he paid for, for their Everyone. lunch. And he's just, and he's such a good person. Like, he's funny. Like, he's personable. He yeah. wouldn't be, like, big, like, sitting there, like, on his phone or something like that. So I appreciated that. And I like the fact that, like, Carrie did give Seema space, which is why she showed up. And Seema also recognizes that this is an important friendship. She's not happy 
with Carrie billing on their entire summer plan, but this yeah. is still her friend and they can yeah. still be somewhere in the middle, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, something we didn't mention is Seema talks about how she has had zero great loves in her life and oh, Carrie yeah. had two. And that's really difficult. I find, I don't know if you've had the experience also, Nicole, we've been with our partners for almost the same amount of time, about three years. And I find it increasingly more awkward when I'm talking to my single girlfriends in particular, Mm -hmm. typically my straight girlfriends who want love or like have never had love or, and I feel really bad. And I kind of more consciously now don't really talk about my partner as a result because it's weird. Um, And I also don't know what to say in some, some regards. I don't know if you've had that experience, but I definitely have felt yeah. more and more like I have. You end up listening to my single friends and like, I don't try to give advice. Same. A lot of people in relationships love trying to give advice as if they have the secret key. It's a roll of the dice. You have to it's think luck. about time. And it's also putting yourself out there. I will say, this is what I do say. Like yeah. you, you're, you're not going to find your person at home on your couch. We would love that to happen, but you have to put, I'm an advocate for it, online dating, for going out you're not going to find this person by doing the same things you've been doing every yeah. single day. So yeah. that, that's the only piece of advice I can leave you who are desiring it. Like, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looks like everything is going well with Aiden meeting everyone, which did not anticipate it would. Um, at last, we see Carrie back in her apartment, but she's pulling a book from her bookshelf. And she leaves with her little suitcase. And, you know, we have a voiceover. She said that Aiden's farmhouse was better than the Howard End house because she kept likening it to that. I have not watched that movie. And it's their new beginning, mm-hmm. which is, that's wild. I was kind of taken aback to say, first of all, I was taken aback by two things. First of all, the size of that suitcase was ridiculous because Carrie, one shoe would not fit in it. It was the size of like an iPhone Max or Plus yeah. or whatever. Two, we didn't see it. And that is throwing me off a little bit. We didn't see Aiden with his boys. And Carrie's like, oh, everything is great. Was it? I think the thing is, is that and just like that is so New York. Like we were complaining about Miranda being in California. That's true. I can't imagine what the reaction would be to Carrie being in Virginia at a farmhouse mm-hmm. unless it was going down and it was another cabin situation, which I really can't do. I really can't. Do. No, it was right. Um, so it's just like, yeah, it was great. Had fun. And I don't need any more teenagers on this freaking show. So I hope not. We'll see. I'm, I'm almost like kind of confused. because This kind of seems like an ending point. But we have, what, three more episodes to go? We sure do. And maybe another season, depending on what HBO Max or whoever it, they're calling themselves today. Um, but it's, it, this is like an ending point. It, it, was, it took it, 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 literally the entire thing, Sex and City, the movies, everything could end right here, and it would be an ending point. It can't, though, because um, our other characters are still. That's true. They're figuring things out. Yeah. But, but for, we'll, for, see. we'll see. That's why. That's why for me it's like I can't I can't totally believe Carrie yet. Like it's mm-hmm. I don't know what it's gonna take for me to believe like yeah, her and Aiden are actually really doing this. But like we've literally seen engagements break 
We've literally seen, like... My favorite thing to mention, like, when me and my girlfriends were, I'm like, remember when Carrie, like, broke out in her highs when she tried on a wedding dress? Yes. Literal highs. Yes, her body rejected it. Her body absolutely rejected and it. And we just talked about this. Like, he is not her person. We love Aiden. He is a lovely person. He's not her person. He never has been. Even in this widowed... 50-something, still fly iteration of Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. It ain't it ain't what it is, and it's not what it's gonna be. Oh, no. We're gonna we'll see. I don't know. I'm, like, happy for her, but I'm holding my breath of, like, what's gonna happen? Like, I... It would... It would be nice, like I said, for new love interest that really represents mm-hmm. whatever Carrie is now. Yeah. And we can have a will they, won't they with that for a second. But it's not because he's a jerk. It it could be for situations or something or just still her, like, being like, oh, uh, this is maybe how I felt about Figs. Like, how mm-hmm. do I feel that I'm actually capable? Because, like, right now, she's like, ooh, Big was probably a mistake. But that's still questioning Big. It's not exactly, like, oh my god, I'm so in love with Aiden. Like, yeah. she never says that. She doesn't. And I, I I don't know how you could have a 20-year life with someone that is a mistake. I mean, people do it all the time, I guess. I don't, I don't have the gumption of patience. But it'll be interesting because, again, we still have three episodes to go. Yeah, and I kind of, I think that's what you just said. I anticipate maybe a little bit of backlash because let's mm. face it, like, we can say, oh, looking back, Carrie was a trash friend. Carrie and Big were trash, blah, blah, blah. But we, somebody had to be invested in that for it to be as successful and yeah. be so long-lasting in pop culture's um, memory that I'm like, I'm anticipating some people being like, actually, this whole episode's BS. I hate that she said that. Yeah. Because, yeah, how could so many years be a mistake with someone mm-hmm. um she's also still grieving and we have to remember that grief is yeah. very tricky yeah very tricky yeah um, I just heard that. but also life is super complicated like there's so many i mean let's be real like we have conversations with our grandmothers we have conversations with, like, elders in our family. Marriage is not always what it's cracked up to be, even mm. if it's long-lasting to the grave. Like, people have thoughts. People yeah. have thoughts. People and go through a lot that we don't, they don't, they would never tell anybody but the Lord. Yeah. If that's what you believe. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting question she's asking herself. She never said, like, oh, I fully 100 feel that way. I'm just questioning. Mm-hmm. And it's a good-ass question, Carrie. Yeah. It's a good, yes, it you can't do nothing about it now. But it's a good But it's, it's good to reflect. It is. Especially because this man tried to leave money to his ex-wife and his will. But... Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yo, big. They knew they had to kill his ass. They knew and they killed him good and did Yes. yes yes oh my god sure and she she really brought that lady back after all after she broke the lady tooth and nose or whatever she did harassed the lady to the end of the world and natasha said get away from me i don't 
truly get away from me. That's his bad. first wife, too. Remember, she done ran up to the lady place of employment in the first and second season? Oh, my God. She sure did. She's, she's gross. Ah. This is I, not third wife behavior, Carrie Bradshaw. You know, when you, like, get a memory of you doing gross behavior yes, or something, and you die. Just, how does... Carrie has to do that once a day, right? <laughs> she distracts herself with shoes, which I do too. Um, <laughs> she has to. But this is why you need friends like Seema who tell you about yourself. Real good. We'll see. I think by the finale, Che's definitely going to try and make a move to get back with Miranda. Boo! That tomato, tomato! Be, that has to be it. That, that at least has to be one little cliffhanger. But I think Che also will be farther along. Like, I think... They're going to get back into comedy and, like, Miranda's going to be killing it at whatever she's doing. Maybe get offered a new job. Like, I think they're both going to be moving into better places in their life to to possibly consider a round two. Um, I have no clue where this Carrie and Aiden thing is going. This is my reaction to Jane. I know. I think Carrie and Aiden are going to crash and burn for the hopefully what is it the fourth time but maybe they'll leave gently but I, this is this is like very terrifying this is like we're strapped in we can see the top of like and it's like pleasant so far but then you might poop yourself because it's gonna be real bad never i don't believe the whole new beginning sounds like i might actually live there one day and i'm like i don't believe you I you wouldn't even you. move to brooklyn you didn't even want to go to brooklyn and Miranda moved there yeah you couldn't leave this apartment. She still owns this apartment. What's truly the long Very smart. Plan? It's very smart. But financially, it's smart. And it's smart for her to have an exit plan dealing with big, big ass. It was smart. But still, the man, Aiden can't even go up in there. No. No. You guys need to go to couples therapy or something to, like, get in there if, like, this is actually going to be a thing. Like, meeting this man's kids, like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, um, Jordan. Jordan has to pop up again for Naya. Finally, like where, like, cause where? What are they doing with Naya? Nothing. All, all she's done this season is make a souffle and got rid of her double named husband. Thank God. Have to do our best black moment, our best bi moment first. Um, our best black moment. There really wasn't any Negroes here except for LTW and the girl who get did the black girl give the Miranda the cookie the yeah whatever no, no, no. it was the white girl oh okay so basically just watching LTW in her fashion I guess that would be my little plug for the for the day even though she yeah. was on screen for five seconds our our BB moment yeah we really we really got nothing so it really does have to be that um and then our chaotic bye moment chaotic bye moment is obviously Che having a flashback to Miranda in the goddamn kitchen while they can't afford their apartment they don't like my nerves so bad working at this veterinary place it has to be because they're in scrubs so that's that chaotic bye moment is just having a thought of like why didn't this work out a mistake did I make a mistake and have to run back to my ex? No. No. To all the queer fans who are watching this, no. Just because <laughs> Carrie went back to Aiden, don't you get any ideas? No. Really think about it. Really think about it, guys. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, so for my plugs, um, all right, Cruel Summer has ended, y'all. I just watched the finale. If you haven't watched it, truly, it's a little 10-episode little teen mystery, low stakes, and then watch our recaps if you if you want to join us over there. Um, that last episode coming soon this week. Um, also, uh, TV to Table, we have our YouTube series with my partner Jordan that we talked about today. Um, we are cooking things inspired for by different shows. The last one we did uh, Mushroom Bikini inspired by the bear. Uh, Jordan likes Seinfeld. So the next one's going to be Soup inspired by that whole Soup storyline. I don't like Seinfeld. I don't like Soup, but I'm going to try. In August? I'm in love. I'm in love. Mm-hmm. So this is what happens sometimes when you're in love. I know Sima, Sima is raising her eyebrow at me, but it's like, it's, please watch it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, lastly, Big Brother is starting. Uh, and I am a Big Brother reporter girly. Um, I have come out with my reactions to this new cast. We got some interesting faces, some people who are related to the girlies and survivors. So let's talk about it. And I am probably most likely, yes, going to do a reaction to tomorrow, Wednesday's live move in. So cross our fingers that our faves get that first HOH, I guess. And hopefully it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a long one. A hundred days. I don't know how I'm fully going to be covering it. We're going to figure it out together. And I'm still figuring out if I'm doing weekly eviction interviews. Hopefully. Would love it. Um, yeah. Arami Day, what are you doing over at Variety? I am watching Winning Time currently. The second season will be out on Sunday. So my review should be up shortly. Also, in next week's issue, you will see my review of Rap Shit, which comes back August the 10th. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, th- those are my current things. Nice, nice. Comment your thoughts, especially on this whole Aiden and Carrie situation. We need them. Um, and your thoughts on everything else. And, again, please subscribe. Help a black, queer, girly, daddy. Period. Pay my rent. I'm not telling you to pay my rent. Just that ad revenue. Or whatever yeah. T.S. Madison said when she did like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I'm trying to get some passive. It's not passive income. I'm working yeah. so hard. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go before I crumble. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.